Hi, and welcome to Red Carpet Living with Jen. In today's episode, we're going to get to know Jen un poquito mejor. I might go from Spanish to English, but bear with me, I am bilingual. So like I had mentioned, my name is Jennifer Mercado, and today we are doing a self-interview so that you guys can get to know me just a little bit better. We'll go ahead and get started with the first question. So I am originally from New York. I was born in Manhattan, spent some time in Queens and Brooklyn, and then back to Queens right before I moved to Florida seven, eight years ago now. So don't do the math, but my whole life up until seven years ago, I lived in New York and I've now transitioned happily to Palm Beach County, Florida. I became a real estate professional because I love helping people and being of service. And there is a smidge of social crusader in there um, in terms of really being a local leader in the community and finding out different ways to affect and help policies that can help my local members, you know, either as neighbors, becoming homeowners or small businesses as well. Um, but real estate and I have been together for quite some time. My very first job um, was as a real estate receptionist with a franchise in Woodhaven, Queens, spent some time there. Then I went to work with the real estate law firm that handled all of our closings. And my last year in college, I took an internship that I needed to devote more of my time to. So I ended up leaving there, spent some time in between doing different jobs, then went back to working as a professional assistant for a vice president for an acquisitions company. And then when I moved to Florida, jumping and going in with both feet and taking my real estate license during maternity leave with my daughter and becoming a fully licensed salesperson in real estate. I got started part-time initially when I first became licensed. I was a full-time teacher, an educator here in Palm Beach County. And once I had my daughter, and I also had a side hustle of being a clown, once I was pregnant with my daughter and then subsequently had my son, I realized I couldn't be a pregnant princess anymore or do face paintings at parties with a uh, belly protruding. So I wanted to do something that was a little bit more flexible and that also allowed me to have more kids if that's what I wanted to do. Um, so then I decided to go into real estate. Like I said, I started part-time and then during the pandemic, the great pivot, um, I decided to go in full-time and really immerse myself in the journey of entrepreneurship and getting to know myself a little bit better has really uh, broadened my horizons and my perspective, not just in my real estate career, but also in my career as a mom, as a wife, as a human being, um, just overall really working on improving myself and doing that through the boundaries of entrepreneurship. The most memorable experience I've had with a client customer, my real estate teacher will hear that and say, no, it's your customer, um, was when we were able to close in the house that they were going to live in. And if she's watching, she knows exactly who I'm talking to. Um, we had a closing in Boynton Beach and it was a remote closing because the title company was able to travel to where we were. And I'd never had that where the closing took place in the actual home that the buyers will be residing in. So it was a really unique moment to be able to be there, to witness it and to literally hand off the keys um, and leave because now it was their home and they were able to stay. But it was a close friend of mine as well somebody else who moved from New York over to Florida. And I'm really happy that they're able to live their dream life here in the tropics. 
of South Florida. What makes me stand out as a real estate professional? I would say that the thing that makes me stand out the most is having a diverse background and leveraging it and being able to meet everybody where they are. Um, having the educator background, having the entertainer background, having the multiple jobs, the transitions, the being a mom, a wife, really taking advantage of all the different identities that I can shift into and using that to provide the best customer service so that my customer constantly feels seen, right? You're not just a real estate transaction. You're entrusting me with one of the biggest deals um, in your life. For some people, they're first. For some people, they're multiple. It's a lot that goes into and a lot that can be stressful. So what I pride myself in is in being able to humanize the transaction so that they don't feel that they're just, you know, a checkbox or a lead or a prospect that I'm working with, but that they are, you know, a person, a family, a wife, a sister, a teacher, wherever it is that they are meeting them there, meeting them at their level and really acknowledging that we're learning from each other as we're moving along the real estate experience and that I have recommendations and that I have experiences that they can lean into as well so that we can have a seamless transaction from beginning to end and also cultivating that relationship so that even after the real estate transaction, if there's anything that they need, either with help and relocation or with the education system or with you know getting a good recommendation for a pediatrician, they can trust me to come back and to ask me for whatever it is that they need. What do I do for fun? Hmm besides singing around the house all day long to Encanto, which is now the soundtrack. Um, I work out, I go to CrossFit. I really like to be physical. I used to compete um, physically. I was in, in a bodybuilding competition when actually when I first moved to Florida and I really enjoyed that discipline. I enjoyed that commitment that it brought out of me and I love that all my clothes fit. Um, so I'm leaning back into that through CrossFit and not so much just as a vanity metric, but really just understanding that my body needs what it needs. And there are some days that I don't want to work out and that's fine. Um, but CrossFit is that outlet for me where I can have fun and it's multidimensional and it's never the same thing all the time. In addition to that, I'm with my kids. We'll, you know, go out to the park, rollerblade around here in the community, um, really spending a lot of time playing with them on the floor, playing pretend with Play-Doh. Uh, that's fun for me. I, I feel like I'm still a kid at heart and watching movies with them, which I want to watch. And then I rope them into watching with me because it's for kids. An odd request that I had from a customer. Huh. <laughs> I'm like replaying every conversation. And in hindsight, they don't seem odd um, up until you know, the, that time when they asked me for it, I'm sure it was odd. Um, no, I think everybody just has different expectations. And the one thing that I've learned in real estate is to temper my own expectations of how I think things should go and really just allow it to flow. And like I said before, learn from who my customers are, right? How, how can I become better equipped to help you or somebody who's in a similar situation as you so that I now have that as a tool that somebody else can use. So I don't know that I've had anything that's like, wow, maybe I can't do that. Um, but at the time, I'm sure something struck me as like, and now I'm just used to it. The highest highs of my life. Oh, that's such a loaded question. I've had multiple, which I'm very grateful for. Um, so in no particular order, the highest highs of my life are um, getting married, 
having my family, you know, giving birth to my daughter and to my son, um, meeting my husband for the first time, moving to Florida, which was crazy. Um, and the reason that those are also layered is because they were followed by moments or they preceded moments that um, were low. So moving to Florida was a high because we did something really new and exciting, but it was a low because I left my family behind in New York and I really didn't have um, much of a community that I felt familiar with and, and supported by. Um, so that was like a low. And then my husband and I really leaned on each other for that. And then a high was having my daughter, but a low right before that was I had miscarried my first pregnancy. Um, a high was having my son and a low was having to go back to work as a teacher. And I think that it was that moment that really taught me that I wanted to do something more and be more active in my community and really give back in a different way that I don't think I was necessarily doing um, as an educator at the time. And it's funny because the next question is, how did you get out of your lowest lows? And um, one of the things that I learned, you know, after I had the miscarriage and after I moved to Florida and, you know, had that moment where I, I wasn't sure if we had done the right thing, um, when I quit my job and it really hit me that I was doing something different that I didn't feel I was prepared for, the one thing that got me out of it was knowing that it wasn't permanent right? Everything is temporary, the best, the worst, the moments in between, they don't last. And I think that when you have that perspective in mind that this is a drop in the bucket and there's going to be more and there's going to be less and there's going to be everything in between, it really shifts you so that you're not at the center of the things that you think are happening to you, but it now puts you as an observer of the things that are happening for you, knowing that that present moment is not permanent and everything that is happening that has led you to there is going to lead you to something else that might be more amazing and magical than you could have imagined right at, at this point in my life right now um, we were able to buy my dream my dream home our dream home um, we have two amazing thriving great kids uh, super smart so engaging so affectionate really just as a family doing all the things that we've done and, and you know to all the things that we've been through to get here, I would say that this is a high, but I'm also facing a low, right? Because we have career challenges and we also have goals that we want to attain. So I think at the heart of it is just knowing that things happen for you and you don't necessarily have to see what the good is that comes after that moment. Just know that that moment is not permanent and that it's okay to feel what you need to feel so that you can move on and let that moment go and let it stay where it's meant to stay in the past once it's over. So some of my favorite things to do in the neighborhood besides shopping is going out to see local and small businesses. Um, so I love going to Hullabaloo in downtown West Palm. We love going to Utiki's up in Jupiter, um, a bunch of uh, Latin restaurants. I think there's one on, on um, I wanna say on Jog but they have a franchise. So they're like, they're at different locations. Um, yeah, I guess I love to eat and shop <laughs> based on what I've described so far. I love going on walks, um, at least here in the community as well, you know, walking the dog. I love being here as a community member and as a neighbor and as a resource um, for other people here. And one of the things that 
real estate kind of guided me to was becoming part of an organization for women's mentorship and membership, which I love. Um, so that's Boss Talks Networks I'm a part of. I'm actually the South Florida chapter director as well as the chief chapter director. And being involved in my community and really doing all the things that I do and making the connections that I'm making um, made me the woman that I am now to connect other women to things that they might need here in the community. So my favorite, I guess, thing to do is just be in my community, interact in my community and cultivate relationships that I might not have expected. What does the future hold for me? I like that question too. The future holds possibility. It holds opportunity. It holds impact. It holds legacy. It holds tradition. It holds family. Um, and I want to lean in on that legacy and family part because really all that we do and as parents, I think most of you can agree that all of what we do is for our kids. Selfishly, yes, a little bit for us too because we want to feel empowered in who we are. But I think that when we lean into being our best selves, our kids see that and we're leading them by example that it's okay for them to be whoever it is that they want to be. Um, so me pursuing my dreams and me looking into the future with hope and promise and know that there's different opportunities and there's different goals that I'm going to meet. I don't feel bad pursuing them wholeheartedly, knowing that present day sacrifices are going to reap um, the garden of hope that I'm leaving behind for my kids once I'm gone because they saw me go all out and do the things that I wanted and emote the way that I wanted to. So I think that's, that's what the future holds for me. Whatever I want for it to hold, and then some, and maybe more, um, but for the most part, just plenty of opportunity and possibility. So that wraps up my self-interview. I thank you very much for spending this time with me. I'm going to record it again in Spanish if I can remember all my responses, but please do not forget to like, subscribe, comment below, follow this channel, notifications on. And if you're also on social media, I'll drop my links below so that you can find me there as well. And let me know what was something that resonated with you during this real estate self-interview. All right, guys, take care. I hope you have a wonderful day.